Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Lows to Highs, Going Inwards and Growing Up. If you are new here, I'm so happy that you're here. Welcome, I am your host, Karin, and I'm so excited that you're here with me today. I talk all about personal development, mindfulness, self-love, entrepreneurship, healing, and so much more. So if you haven't already, feel free to follow and subscribe to stay up to date on new episodes. So I've been a bit quiet on my podcast and on my Instagram for the past three-ish weeks, um, and it's truly because I've been in a funk <laughs> Um, A lot of change has been happening in my life. I moved into my first ever dream apartment. Literally, my vision board has come to life, which feels amazing. It feels really awesome just knowing I really did manifest this new space and this new home for myself. But despite all of that, I've been feeling very off lately and I couldn't pinpoint why especially because from the outside, like this is the most exciting time in my life. I'm in my new home. I live alone. I have decorated my apartment with my dream furniture and my dream decor. And so like everything is just working out on the inside. So I don't know why I've been feeling shitty lately. Um, And honestly, it's just been my mood and my headspace. Like I don't even, I can't even pinpoint it, but I just haven't been feeling like myself and rightfully so. You know, I think this is a really big change in my life and I need to just be there with it and honor that change and understand that that uncomfortable feelings and emotions are definitely going to arise. But the reason why that I wanted to get my mic today and talk to you guys is because I have been in a funk for the past few weeks and I want to share some of my tips that really have helped me get out of this funk. And today is the first day where I'm starting to feel a lot better and it's because of the the tips that I'm going to share later in this episode that have gotten me to where I am today. So my whole purpose of this episode is to help you if you are feeling like you're in a rut or if you're in a funk right now and it's really hard for you to see the other side or if you feel like your mental health isn't its greatest. Um, and I just want you to feel less alone because when we don't feel good internally, it really impacts every part of our life. It impacts your social life, your relationships, the perception you have of yourself. It impacts your career. It impacts your side hustle. It literally touches all aspects and dimensions of your being. And it's hard. So my goal is to help you and to give some inspiration um, and to make you feel less alone. So I want to first kind of talk about what I've been going through. So as I mentioned before, I just moved into my new apartment and honestly, it's been great. Like I fucking love where I live. I'm so happy and so grateful for it. I wake up every day looking outside of my floor to ceiling windows and I can't believe I have a view of the New York City skyline and I have this big ass comfy white couch that feels like I'm on a cloud and that I have this new routine and I'm in a space that really feels like a home and that really embodies my aesthetic and my vision. 
So all of those things are amazing and I'm so grateful for it. But something has been off with me. I think in part it has to do with the fact that I've had a really bad gut flare-up in the past week and a half. Um, I have a lot of digestive issues. Right now I'm dealing with chronic bloating and constipation and parasites. So every day is debilitating and there are good days that are really great. And then there are bad days which are just horrific and really painful. Um, And I know that my, for me at least, my physical health and my gut health really impact my mood and my energy and my mindset. So I know it partly has to do with that. But I also think another part of why I've been in a funk lately is because I'm in this new era in my life and I'm in this new chapter and I haven't gotten my groove yet or like I haven't solidified my routine and my lifestyle yet and so that change it doesn't feel comfortable yet and so there's a lot of discomfort that I'm feeling it's a confusing time because I think the pressure that I put on myself before I moved here was like once you move, everything's going to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, something is wrong with you because you're living in your dream apartment and you have your dream life. Like there's nothing you can be sad about. And now I'm here in my new space beyond grateful for it. But then I feel frustrated with myself because I'm like, how could I feel sad in the place that I had been dreaming about for so long? And I think in retrospect, it's because of the fact that I put so much weight on me moving and this apartment that I thought like once I move, everything's going to work out. And I moved and not everything is working out. And that's the reality of life. I think there's a quote and I'm going to butcher it, but it goes like, you can't wait until life isn't hard anymore to be happy. And Basically, my interpretation of that is like, you can't wait for life to get easy before you decide to enjoy it. And I think what I had been subconsciously doing was I was waiting for me to move and experience this new chapter before I decided that I would enjoy my life. And now that I'm here, my life is still hard and it is not easy, and it's hard for me to enjoy it. And that's kind of what I've been sitting with for the past few weeks and something that I've been meditating about and journaling about because it just goes back to this whole notion of being present and really just enjoying exactly where you are and not thinking too much about the future or the past. And I think a part of me has also been in this grieving period, which sounds crazy, but I'm kind of grieving for my past life, like my past routines, my past experiences, my old bedroom, my old lifestyle. And I'm now in this new space and this new chapter where things just don't feel aligned yet. And I know that eventually I'll get into my new rhythm. I'll get into my new routine. I'll like really be where I am, but I'm also feeling not like myself lately, and that's okay. And one thing that I've been really trying to tell myself every day is 
remove the fucking pressure. You don't have to have it all figured out. You're still young. You still have time. You can take things slow. You don't have to rush to get to where you want to be. You don't have to rush feeling good again. You don't have to rush to be productive or to make progress. Just be where you are and experience life at the pace that feels right to you in that moment. And I hadn't been doing that, honestly. Lately, I've been like, okay, I moved into my new place. Time for me to get on my hustle and my grind and like do all the shit that I said I would do and make a lot of progress and make a lot of strides. And then I'll wake up in the morning and I feel exhausted and tired and feel like shit. And I'm like, I have no energy to be productive. I don't want to do the things on my to-do list. And then that in turn makes me feel even more like shit because it's I'm not doing the things that I said I would do. So if you relate to that, I feel you and you're not alone. So one thing that I've been doing this past weekend, honestly, this is kind of new, is really removing the pressure of everything in my life. Like, yes, there are so many things I could be doing, but on Saturday, I woke up and I was like, I feel like shit. My stomach hurts. I don't want to be productive. I don't want to make progress. I'm not going to spend the day creating content if it's not coming from my heart. I'm not going to spend the day working out if my body physically cannot handle it. I'm not going to focus on all of the things that I should be doing that I said I would do. Instead, what I need to do for myself today for my physical and my mental health is simply lay on my couch, take a nap and watch a shit ton of Netflix. And I did that. And let me tell you, thank God I did that. It felt so good to just rest without any judgment or guilt. It felt so good to just sit there and not have a care in the world that it's 4.30 in the afternoon and I have not even left my couch for the past four hours. And I needed that because I hadn't done that in so long. I can't remember the last time I just laid on my couch all day. I don't do that. That's not me typically. And maybe that's why I've been so burnt down lately is because I've been constantly on this rat race to like get to the next thing and do the next thing and reach the next goal that I didn't give myself the moment to just pause and sit still and honor all of my accomplishments and all of my success and all of my progress. And instead I had been like yelling at myself and getting mad at myself for not doing more. And that's when my mind and my body were like, Kati, need, you need to just fucking chill. Like literally chill. Netflix and chill is all you need. So that's what I did on Saturday. And now it's Sunday and I feel so much better. I feel like a weight has been lifted off and I feel like Although today I feel not 100%, I have a feeling that tomorrow I'm going to wake up and get back into my right self. And that's the whole thing about this podcast. It's lows to highs. I was in a fucking low for the past few weeks and I am excited because I know it's leading to my next great high. So what did I do? Aside from being on my couch for so long, um, I have a few tips and tricks that really I think 
are tools in my toolkit that I continuously go back to anytime I feel shitty about myself. And I'm so grateful that I have added these different tools in my toolkit so that I know the next time this happens, which I know it will because that's life, I know what I need to do to get out of it. And hopefully the next time, instead of it lasting two to three weeks, it'll last one week or it'll even last one day. And that's simply rooted in the fact that you need to find things that really work for you and that make you feel good so that you are prepared for the next time that you don't feel good about yourself. So you're probably asking like, okay, so spill the tea. Like what, what did you do? Okay. So first thing, I truly believe that a clean space allows for a clear mind. So the first thing I do every morning before I even make my coffee in the morning, which for me, like my coffee in the morning is the first thing that I think about I get out of bed and I make my bed right away in the first 20 seconds. That is the first thing that I do, because once I leave my room, I go to the kitchen and I make my coffee. And once my coffee is done brewing, I go back to my bedroom. And so when I go back to my room, I want to see a clean made bed and seeing that instantly makes me feel happy and it instantly makes me feel accomplished because I already did a small task right in the beginning of my day. So that instantly like just boosts my self-trust and my confidence that I did the most basic task right in the first moment of my day. Along with a clean bedroom, I vacuum my apartment twice a day, which sounds crazy, but I vacuum my apartment I scrub my kitchen counter, I load or unload my dishwasher, I make sure that the blanket on my couch is nicely folded before I leave the apartment, I make sure that everything is in order and everything has its own place, I remove any clutter. One thing that I did was when I moved into my new place, I made sure that I didn't have a bunch of random shit everywhere. Like I, my space is super minimal. I don't have a lot of things. I have a few pieces of decor and a few pieces of key furniture and that's it. I don't want a million souvenirs or a million pieces everywhere. I just want it to be a really clean space. So that's what I did. And now that I everything has its own place, I know that I need to keep it tidy. And by keeping it tidy, my mind feels clear. Because at my previous home, I had a lot of clutter in my bedroom. Like I had so many books and decor and papers everywhere. And it just felt so cluttered. And I remember one day I was sitting in my room, my closet was open. And I remember looking into my closet and thinking, holy shit, there's so much clothes and accessories in that closet and it's giving me anxiety just looking at it. So I need to like clean that shit out. And so I did and I instantly felt lighter. And so a clean space allows for a clear mind. And when things are cluttered or when you do have shit everywhere or your laundry isn't folded or you throw everything on your bed, when you get back to that room, 
you're going to feel so frustrated that you left it like that and that you left it a mess and that will in turn affect your mental health and the perception you have of yourself because you're going to feel lazy you're going to feel sloppy and that's not a good feeling so tip number one have a clean space to allow for a clear mind the second thing is moving your body Truthfully, I have not been on my workout routine in the past three weeks. Rightfully so. I've been super busy. I've been going back to my office. I haven't had the luxury to spend 45 minutes to an hour working out like I normally would. However, every day I make it a fact to to move my body for even just 10 minutes. Even when I was feeling shitty this past week when I had my really bad gut flare up, I would go on a short little walk. Even if it was a five-minute walk, I would do that. Or I would do a 10-minute Pilates series. Or I would just stretch my body. So simple, but it really did impact my mental health. Like it just, releasing that energy and moving that energy within my body did feel so good. And Often what would happen is I would tell myself, okay, just stretch for five minutes and then I would end up doing a 10 minute arm workout. So little baby steps can allow you to go farther than you initially ever imagined. So move your body, even if it's just a short 10, 15 minute walk, I promise it'll feel better. Another thing is to take yourself on a date or just treat yourself. So what I did for myself last night was I made my favorite comfort dinner, which is the cauliflower gnocchi from Trader Joe's with the vegan pesto from Trader Joe's with nutritional yeast and this mushroom chicken sausage that I got from Whole Foods. And it was just like the most comforting dinner, especially after feeling like shit all week. And that just made me feel so good. I lit my Santal Lalabo candle. I put on... Um, Grace Anatomy and I just had myself a little at-home date night and it felt so good and I just felt really safe and secure in my environment which really made me feel a lot better but for you that might look different for you treating yourself might be taking yourself to get your nails done or buying yourself some flowers or going to your favorite coffee shop or splurging on an item that you have had your eye on for months It might also be taking yourself on a date to a museum that you've been wanting to go to or a Broadway show or a movie. Spend time alone with yourself doing something that brings you joy because often when we're not in a good headspace, we don't feel like socializing with other people, rightfully so, because when your energy is off, you don't want to show that negative energy to people that have kind of seen you at your best, or at least that's how I feel. So I think by taking yourself out on a date, you're doing something new or you're still experiencing joy without the need of putting on a happy face for someone when you know it's not authentic. However, by doing that and treating yourself and spending time with yourself, you're allowing yourself to feel bliss, even if it's a minimal level of bliss, that will allow you to realize you love yourself and you love enjoying time with yourself. Another tip is that often when we don't feel our best, it's we spiral into not eating the healthiest. You know, we kind of 
we use food to fill a void in our lives. And so we eat like junk, we eat junk food, or we eat out, or we eat more than we should be eating, or more than our body actually needs. So one thing that I love to do is if I'm feeling in a funk is to go to the grocery store, spend 20, 30 minutes there, looking at the different foods, some that I have tried, some that I haven't yet tried, buying something new, or just buying healthy groceries, getting a green juice, getting some kale, getting some beautiful in-season fruit or vegetables, and making my favorite dinner at home or making a new breakfast and just really getting into a new healthy food routine for myself. In my mind, when you buy healthy groceries, you're setting yourself up for success for the following days. And so you're kind of rewarding yourself in advance because you're thinking of yourself in the future but not putting pressure on yourself and you're just kind of setting yourself up for success for the coming moments which I think is always great when you're not in a good headspace because if your food and your fridge are ready to go then that's one less thing that you need to worry about or stress about. Another tip which is probably one of my favorite is to put your phone down, get off of social media, turn everything off, stop answering texts if you don't feel like it, don't watch what others are doing, especially when you feel shitty. If you are in bed all day and you're watching other people's stories and they're out and about and they're traveling or they're experiencing new things, you're going to feel like shit because you're like, wow, they're living their best life and here I am laying in bed being lazy. But sometimes that's what you need to do for yourself. And everything on social media is purely the best of what we see of other people's lives. No one goes on Instagram and posts a story of them crying or like marinating in their emotions. They're showing the best parts of their life, their highlights. Put your phone down and stop comparing yourself to what others are doing and just be where you are and do what you need to do for yourself. On Saturday, so yesterday when I was on my couch all day, I remember in the morning I was scrolling on Instagram and I was like, oh, this person's at brunch and this person's in Miami and this person is doing this and this and this. And I was like, I'm literally in bed feeling like shit. I wish I could be doing what they were doing. But then I caught myself. And I was like, you know what? No, we're putting the phone in the bedroom and we're going to be in the living room all day and we're going to check our phone periodically if we want to. So I literally was on my phone for like three hours and it felt amazing because for those three hours, I wasn't scrolling endlessly or mindlessly. I was just spending time with myself doing what I needed to do for myself. And that felt so good. So if you catch yourself being in a funk and constantly looking at other people, try to stop yourself from doing that. Put your phone down, put it on airplane mode, shut your phone off, and just take yourself out of that social media experience for a little bit. Another tip is to get outside in nature. One thing that I'm really grateful for my apartment is that I have a patio and in the mornings, the sunlight is just beaming on my patio and so one thing that I've been doing every morning is after I have my coffee I'll go out on my patio if it's not raining I will sit there and I will just breathe in and out with the sun beaming on my face and it feels so good 
I feel like especially now that we're home so much and whether you're working from home or you have class virtually or you're in your office again and you're indoors we often forget how important it is to just be connected with nature and I think it's so important just to get some sunlight every day or to hear the birds chirp or feel the breeze on your face and just really connect yourself with her and with mother nature and it's so simple it could last three minutes it could last 20 minutes do what feels right for you but for me that morning sunlight simply energizes me another tip is to inspire yourself so disclaimer yesterday when I was on my couch all day I watched I don't even know what I watched honestly I watched random new shows I watched Grey's Anatomy I watched my favorite movie Her and I remember in the morning I didn't feel inspired I didn't care to inspire myself but I was like okay I'm gonna do something that unknowingly will inspire me and so I put on my favorite movie which I hadn't seen in a very long time which is the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix and Rooney Mara and at the end of the movie, I felt so inspired again. That movie has a lot of great quotes and it really allows you to do some deep introspection. And although I was on my couch all day watching a movie, because I felt inspired, it made me feel good and it made me feel proud that that's what I did. So for you, that might mean watching a new movie or a documentary. It might mean reading a book or opening a new magazine. It might be going to a museum or having a conversation with a friend or scrolling on Pinterest or Tumblr. Do something that's going to move you and something that's going to shake you up and rethink your existence and rethink how you want to show up in this world. Because once that happens, something in you turns on and you'll have this moment of, I don't want to live the way that I'm living anymore. I wanted to level up. I want to move forward. I want to progress. And you don't, it doesn't come from a place of guilt or resentment, but instead it comes from a place of excitement and passion for life. And that only happens when you inspire yourself and your mind uncovers something novel. And you can only do that by putting yourself in experiences or moments that are going to inspire you. Another tip is to vent. This is something that I don't do as often as I should. I am someone who is a perfectionist. I don't like showing the dark sides of myself to other people. Lately, I've been opening up more, but I like to keep my emotions within or like just go through them or move past them individually through journaling or meditating. I often don't go to people to help me through those emotions and feelings. Um, So for you, venting might look like talking to your therapist or talking to your parent or talking to a friend but it's so important to just release everything that you're feeling everything that you're experiencing and disclaimer you don't have to do it alone and that's something that I've been trying to tell myself recently is like I don't have to figure all of this shit out on my own if I feel pain 
I don't have to figure out the source of the pain individually. I can ask my friend for advice. I can ask my mom for some guidance. I can go seek a therapist if I really think that's what I need right now. But really venting and getting all of that anger and that resentment and that hatred or frustration is so important because when you release those things, you put it out into the physical world and a weight is lifted off you. And what happens, especially when you communicate to another person, is that they share a new perspective and new wisdom that helps you move through those emotions and through those feelings more than you could have done individually. Everyone knows something that you don't. So vent it out, get it out, talk to whoever is bothering you or whatever you're feeling, talk to the person that it relates to or talk to someone who can understand you, just release it. Another tip that I have is something that I've always recommended on my podcast and on my Instagram page is journaling and having a gratitude list. Often when we're in a funk, we feel guilty because we know we have so many things to be grateful for, yet we still feel like shit. So lately what I've been doing with my gratitude list is just writing things that are so minimal that I'm grateful for. So for example, the other day I wrote, I'm so grateful for my linen sheets because they provide warmth without making me sweat at night, (laughs) which is so minor, but it was something that I was grateful for. Like so simple, but something that brings me so much joy because I get hot at night, but I also like to be snuggled in bed. And I love my linen sheets because It's like the perfect amount of warmth. (laughs) So that was one thing that made me happy to notice. Another thing was the fact that my dishwasher is so silent in my apartment and that I don't even hear it when it's on. I love that. I'm so grateful for the fact that my boss is really chill and he doesn't care too much if I don't come into the office three days a week. Something very minimal, but I'm grateful for that. And then I also just journaled about how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling these things and just honoring myself through that journey and reminding myself that this is a low moment that'll soon turn into a high. But again, as I said before, releasing those thoughts, emotions, and feelings are really important. So when you put it on paper and when you release it, you uncover new learnings and ideologies that help you move through whatever you're dealing with. And when you do a gratitude list, you realize you have so many things to be grateful for more than you initially thought about. So obviously when we think of what we're grateful for, we think of the generic things like your home or your job or your friendships or your health. And you think of these grand big things, but often those things are present consistently throughout our lives. So what we were feeling grateful about six months ago typically are what we feel grateful about today. However, when you ask yourself, what are you grateful for? What small things are you grateful for? You realize there are so many little things that you should be paying more attention to and that are actually bringing you more joy than you could have ever imagined. And that beforehand, you didn't even notice how much of value or impact these things had on your life and your mood. But now you do. Now you're aware of it. 
So that's why it's really important to do a gratitude list. Also, a shameless plug, but if you haven't checked out my 30-day guided journal, link in my bio on my website, but essentially what I created a few months ago was a 30-day guided journal, and you don't have to do it consecutively every day for 30 days, but that's kind of how it was designed. But essentially, it's a guided journal. It's an e-journal where you release, you rebuild, and you renew. And each day there is a journal prompt and also a templatized journal, which has like a gratitude list and a goal list. And each journal prompt allows you to do some deep introspection. So the first 10 days are all focused on releasing negative emotions or beliefs or thought patterns. The next 10 days are rebuilding, so rebuilding new thought patterns and beliefs and feelings. And then the third section, the last 10 days, are renewing into your highest, better version of yourself. So if you haven't already checked that out and you're feeling like you need to do something that gets you back into that routine, I would start there. It's super simple. It's on my website, um, and I think that might help you. And then lastly something I've always talked about on my podcast and on my Instagram again, is meditation. I have been meditating for about six years and it's one of my favorite tools in my toolkit. It is something that I consistently do every day or go back to when I need it. And truly meditation has completely shifted my mental state. Some days I wake up and I'm not in the mood to do it, but I will do it anyways. And two of my favorite apps are Superhuman by Mimi Bouchard. I love her. I love her work. She has really awesome bite-sized meditation. So for example, this morning I was in a rush, but I wanted to meditate. And she had a three-minute positive morning meditation, which was so perfect for me at that time because I had a very minimal amount of time to meditate, but I knew I wanted to do it. And after I did those three minutes, I instantly felt better. If I want to do more long-term meditation, I recommend the app Synctuition. It's a more deep state meditation with binaural beats on both sides of your ear. So it allows you to really go in this deep relaxation. And that's what I do more my visualization and manifestation meditations. But meditation really just allows me to connect with my mind and my body simultaneously. And it it really just allows me to feel this overwhelming amount of grace and gratitude and joy. And even when I don't feel good, if I meditate, I feel productive. And that I think is the beauty of it. So even when I did my three minute minute meditation this morning, even though it wasn't long, I felt so proud of myself for even just doing that. And even if that was the only thing that I did today, I would be proud of myself because it's showing that I'm taking care of my mental health and my physical health. And I also think meditation is a beautiful time where you can really visualize who you want to be and what you want to achieve and the life you want to live. When I meditate, especially when I'm feeling off or imbalanced, I visualize my highest, better self. And by visualizing it, I have two two decisions to make when I get out of that meditation. I either stay where I am, which is unhappy, confused, imbalanced, or 
I can make the decision to do small things to get me to where I want to be as the version that I visualize in that meditation. And so that's why I think it's really important. So those are my tips for how to get yourself out of a funk. These are tools that I use all the time, even when I'm not in a funk. Like these are things that I do daily to help me feel good about myself and help me feel better. But especially when I'm not in a great headspace, these are tools in my toolkit that I continuously reach for that I've proven to be valuable time and time and again. And I think what's important for you to take away is if you heard something that feels so aligned to you, go and do it. Add it to your own toolkit. If you heard of something that doesn't feel aligned, leave it. Dismiss it. Don't do it. Figure out what works for you and understand that whatever it is you're feeling, whether you're feeling miserable, confused, lost, sad, hopeless, heartbroken, whatever you're dealing with, trust that this is just a funk. Everything is temporary. The good and the bad are both temporary. But right now you're in this period to learn and to connect deeper with yourself And essentially, whenever you're feeling like you're in a rut, it is simply your mind and your body telling you that something is not aligning. And all you need to do is understand what the cause of that is so that you can go and change it. 